0: Welcome to Confidence Leads to Success podcast. Get ready for your weekly dose of confidence booster with inspirational stories of women across the globe. The one and only podcast made to empower women through fashion, wealth, health, well-being and more. Hi everyone, this is Elif Kose, and welcome to Confidence Leads to Success. Today I have got Marissa three. Is that the right pronunciation?
1: Yes, that's absolutely fine, Elif. Thank you.
0: Beautiful. Well, Marissa is a business coach to small and micro-purpose-led businesses who want to make money and change the world. And she is on a mission to put money in the right hands of right people uh, and, and committed to improving society by the way we do business. Um, she has got 20 years of entrepreneurial experience and she has set up three social enterprises, including a cross party uh, think ta- tank and a local networking group for women in business. And she is- she's so passionate about women being people being authentic when it comes to business when they're running the the way they run their businesses and I would love to welcome you Marisa and share us what do you mean by that and why it's very important
1: well thank you so much for having me here Alif it's just such a pleasure to be here and uh, to be in conversation with you about this so first of all thank you so much Um, and yeah I think we both feel and understand that authenticity Is really important, so I'm going to start off by uh, bringing in (laughs) the the C word, capitalism, and the (laughs) system that we're operating in, and also the key word, which is patriarchy. So let you know, let's just you know start as we mean to go on. So. what I've experienced in business, so yeah, I'm, I'm 25 years in now. I started my first business when I was 25, so you can roughly work out how old I am. Um, and What I've seen and witnessed and experienced firsthand is there is a culture around business and the world of business. And as we know, that is somewhat patriarchal. And when we go to start our businesses, our enterprises, most of us are starting on our own. We're not starting with big budgets and, you know, teams of people helping us. And what happens is on, somewhere on this journey, we can lose sight of ourselves because we are trying to fit into a culture. We, we see and we perceive success to be a particular thing in the world of business
0: it's so true
1: so we try and fit in with a model that doesn't really you know yeah you know hands
0: up didn't we all do that i mean i did it i i spent early years of my entrepreneurship and being being as a woman especially here in the uk as you know my journey started here in the uk as an entrepreneur i try to fit in Rather than just be authentically myself in every way possible to just belong.
1: And that, and that is something I think I can safely say we all do, irrespective of what industry we may yeah. be in. And certainly for me, I spent the first few years as an entrepreneur, you know, quite a long time, actually, trying to fit a, a particular model. And what happens is we become not only extremely disillusioned, but it's much easier to get burnt out when we're not showing up authentically because it takes effort to turn up as someone else day in, day out. And we feel kind of, you know, beaten down by that system. We feel kind of jaded and cynical and all those negative feelings that really are the antithesis to being a success and when we make that connection between actually I can turn up as my you know professional authentic self then things start to slot into place and it makes the journey so much easier because the thing is both you and I know that being an entrepreneur is not the easiest option you know, it's and sometimes and I and I uh, lately I've been saying, you know, sometimes I think it's actually an impossible thing to be because how can we possibly know everything there is to know about running a business? Your business hasn't existed yet. So how can you possibly know? You know, and we exactly. have to know
0: as you learn something each end of the month and you find out there's another expense you didn't plan that was going to come out of your account. Yeah.
1: So, so when you it's,
0: add in it's that, quite the, It's quite the journey.
1: It, it is quite the journey. And so when you add another layer of and I've got to learn all that and I've got to show up as someone else. Frankly, it's for me, that is the main reason that people stop running their businesses or they throw it in and just say, I can't, I can't do this because it requires so much mental energy on top of all the other things that you have to know and be an expert in. So I work with entrepreneurs. I I work predominantly with women, not exclusively with women, but I work with entrepreneurs at any stage, you know, from startup all the way through to being established businesses to really access their authenticity in creating the success that they want to see, what happens
0: is um, when you're when you're starting, you're like we learn the way we need to run the business. We, we like it's a kind of a learn act in a way, uh, and we've been told how to how to be an entrepreneur. But what happens is like there is a way of like you can be a self-employed or an entrepreneur. I think there's a two there are two different. Two different type of people. Self employed just turns up to work, one to five, finishes the work, goes home. But the entrepreneur is so passionate. They're serving, sharing with other people, um, and they just continuously work, and they don't see that as work. They see it as, as like part of their duty almost to be existence
1: yeah it, it's very interesting there is a real distinction I think and I've been I've been seeing a lot of this recently there is a real distinction between uh, b- being a business owner and being self-employed and being an entrepreneur and um, one of the things that makes us entrepreneurial I think is is stubbornness it's just That's right you no know, it's just like I, I have no choice but to do this, first of all. So this is about our calling, isn't it? It's about, you know, and I think that's what you were saying. It's maybe maybe not duty, but certainly a calling, a, a vision, you know, having a mission. But secondly, it really is just you, that you refuse to, um, to take no for an answer, you know, and you just will continually turn up and just keep turning up. And I think that is... What, you know, it's, and again, it's not a special talent. It's an attitude. It's a it's a habit. It's a predisposition rather than a learnable skill, because also one of the things that bothers me in the world of, you know, um, of business is that there is a perception that in order to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a certain way. That isn't true, but you do need to be quite stubborn and you, th- you need to keep turning up even when you don't feel like it. Well, I've lost you. I've lost you. You've you're muted. Oh, sorry. You
0: okay. just you just need to. Sorry, I was just talking to myself. I was just saying you need to. Um, you need to just keep on going because one thing didn't work out doesn't mean you have to give in and just go. You have to try the other way and learn what didn't work rather than just give up.
1: Yeah, and and it's also that thing of and I've been reading a lot about. Um, you know different entrepreneurs and their their journeys and there's a fantastic podcast called how to fail with elizabeth day which is absolutely brilliant and she interviews lots of success quote unquote successful people but particularly in the world of business you've got to get really comfortable with failure you've got to feel so comfortable with failure and not take it personally and and understand again that failure is is a path to learning something and if you are not comfortable with failing and if you feel like you because again the other thing we need to leave at the door if we're going to be successful entrepreneurs is we've got to leave perfection at the door yeah. because if you want everything to be perfect and you're going to wait until everything or it is to
0: be perfect. perfect to to launch that collection or get the book out or get the course
1: out forget it it's never it's never gonna happen so instead it's about enjoying the journey and the process and and knowing that you have to fail in order to learn and understanding and having strategies in place for what happens when you do fail i have failed so many times but the only real failure is if we fail to learn the lesson from when those things happen because they're going to happen we're going to mess up we're going to screw up monumentally sometimes but we have to I love that <laughs> I love
0: it yeah. it is so true when we I I mean let me like tell tell you my failure I've done during my fashion you know brand journey um, I decided to invest into um, bag designs and I always want to design my own bags and I really wanted it. I invested in it and it was a failure. I didn't do enough research. I didn't do enough uh, customer surveys. I didn't, I did, I I overstocked. There were so many little things that I could have done better. Now I'm looking for out, you know, away from being in that moment, mm. uh, but I learned from that. So now if I want to invest something, a different aspect to my fashion, I do a research. I've learned from that mistake and I didn't beat myself. Not, I'm a failure. I didn't decide that I'm a bad designer or a bad businesswoman.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: It didn't work for me.
1: And it's really interesting because that that makes me think of the other the you know there's another aspect I think of being <laughs> um, an entrepreneur and where I see small business owners trip up a lot is it and, and this and that may have, this may be the reason that led you to to wanting to develop you know uh, and diversify what you were doing because what a lot of small business owners think is. I will make more money if I offer lots of things, you know, I'm going to be more financially yes. successful if I diversify. That's exactly what I thought. And it's really- You're
0: literally, you just hit the nail on the head. It, that's exactly my thinking. When if I have more, if I can have all sorts of products, all sorts of styles, all sorts of designs, all sorts of products, I will be more successful. I'll have more customers. I'll have more people coming in. And, and it, it no,
1: no I, no, I actually
0: lost customers. Exactly, I lost customers by having so much,
1: yeah. by and,
0: offering so many different price brackets.
1: Exactly, exactly. And what we both know is actually the route, and this is so linked to authenticity as well, but the, the route to success is doing one thing and, and doing it so well, that you become the go-to person in your industry that is the thing that you're and it's not really the same as a USP it's not really it's just really honing and refining and you know I'm, I'm going to use the word perfecting advisedly but you know becoming a real master at what you do and being known for that thing rather than having this whole array and this is I see this with small business owners, irrespective of what they offer or whether it's products or services or what industry yeah. they're in. And that is one of the things that really trips them up. And again, I think it's because they're not checking in with their authentic selves. They are trying to they're trying to fit a big they're, they're taking a small business and trying to fit it into a big business model. And and that is the thing that we have to avoid. And we've always had to avoid it. But actually now, since COVID and the, the, where we are at, you know, in our place in the world right now with the struggles that we have in humanity. Basically,
0: it's like, don't be jack of all, master of none. Just be master of one thing.
1: Master <laughs> of one thing. Because also, yeah. you know what's so good about that is it's so much more relaxing. It's so much. Yep. But I mean, that doesn't mean you're not learning. It doesn't mean you're not growing and changing. You can be within that, you know, that model and still be learning so much. And, and And also you are going to be of service. You know, you know, one of the things that I talk about in my work is about how we can be of service and actually really understanding that we put our community, who we're trying to serve at the heart of our business, not putting ourselves there. That's a a misunderstanding, I think, as well. But how can I really be of service by by really mastering what I do? And how can I really continue to help that community? And it's much more... We we develop more richness and depth to what we do by doing that, rather than trying to continually diversify what we do. And also, it gets us into that mode where we feel like we have to be selling all the time, which, we again, we both know selling all the time is not what we want to do it 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 does our brand a disservice it does our community a disservice and again it's just frankly it's too much work
0: (laughs) see it's funny you we're just talking about this because i was uh, i did a quick live video earlier this morning um uh, talking about how like planning your everything like yes you might have um 5,000 orders per month, but that means you'll have to have somebody in your team and 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 you have to manage the team. Then you have to then not only learn how to run business, you have to then sharpen your leadership skills to be a good leader, to have a great team so you can get most productivity out of them. So like if having more work is not going to give you more stress, more work, if you're, are you prepared to
1: actually want all that things that you want? financially? Believe, physics. Sometimes
0: uh, I these people, you know, they're so good up and up and up. And then suddenly they get, they get like some kind of illness because they're so tired. They get, get their body runs down, you see. You, so you have to be really really are exactly what you want and what you really want to what you can actually achieve because a person has done it doesn't mean it's right for you
1: no and the other thing that's interesting about that is we are we only see the successful part we
0: don't yes. see
1: the struggle we don't see the you know the 15 years of struggle that someone took to get to that we just look at their instagram account and their you know 15,000 followers and, and we and we look at that and go oh they must have assumptions we don't see the you know the grind that went into creating that but but the other thing is is what you were saying about you know getting ill or you know not really being set up for success because i'm i'm a big fan of the gay hendrix book the big leap and in that book he talks I love about, that book. Oh, it's a so fantastic book. You know and he so, talks about the upper limit problem yeah. The, upper the problem is about when we are so uh we think we're ready for success and abundance and love as he you know describes yeah it. but what happens is if we don't feel really comfortable with that and we don't feel really worthy of that we will get to that place and we will manage to sabotage it in some way and you know it, we and he describes all the ways that we sabotage it so we we worry excessively, or we get ill, or, you know, we, we get fights with our partner, or, you know, all of those things that are just unnecessary, because we don't feel in ourselves either we're worthy of success, or we just feel it's kind of, it, it just isn't a comfortable place to be. So we have to be really... I,
0: I love that book. Actually, after I read that book, everything else changed in my life, and I've noticed of my own behaviour. Yeah. and how I had my own upper limit, and how I actually had sabotaged my own happiness, my own success with that upper limit. Yeah. It's, it's noticed, amazing. I highly recommend yeah. to anyone who, if you haven't read it, ladies, you must have it. Just order it now.
1: <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, so for me, it was illness. I noticed that whenever either I had something big coming up, or something big me too. Fast, I'd I'd get ill, in some way. Me too. And I laugh. <laughs> and and it you know yeah. reading that was like a light bulb, and I, I I haven't gone back to that place now, and that hasn't happened to me, which is so interesting because again that was my pattern, that was my. But it just goes to show how yeah. powerful our brain, you know, our mind is that it yeah. can have this effect. So it so it feels to me like. As part of our journey of being an authentic and bringing our authenticity to our business. We've got to get really comfortable with actually owning our success. Not just-
0: you actually have to love yourself. You have to like yourself, the way you run your business, the way you share your knowledge, the way you believe how the business should be run. Then people will follow that person. If you don't love you and believe in you, if you don't trust you and your your words and your beliefs and your knowledge how could you expect others to trust you
1: absolutely and it's and the flip side of that is forgiveness the flip Mm. side of that is compassion you know if we don't have compassion for ourselves and my goodness you know we are on a journey we are on a journey as business owners if we if we, if, if we don't you know if we if we have those failures but then we don't forgive ourselves and we don't have compassion for ourselves We won't end up treating ourselves. You know, I I often say to the people that I work with, you are the most precious asset in your business. You are the most valuable resource in your business. So if you aren't treating yourself as that precious resource, you cannot be there for your community and your customers and the people that you're trying to help and support. Because often, again, we will do things the other way around. We take care of everybody else. And we forget that actually, you know, in order to create a financially sustainable business and yeah. being sustainable in other ways, we have to treat ourselves like the precious resource that we are, you know? So, so again, for me, that is also a part of the journey. And, and it's about being able to, you know, to, to be that authentic person. And, and like you say, you know, be able to love yourself
0: as part of that journey i love it i'm going to ask you um a question for like our entrepreneurs my, mainly my listeners are entrepreneurs in business wanting to start business or being in business um if there was um like two things that you could uh suggest them in order to, to be successful what would they be
1: okay so one of the things that people really seem to struggle with is that in order to be successful, and again, I my caveat when we use the word successful is however you define it, because it's really important that we all have our own definition of success. We don't inherit it from someone else or from society or, you know, whatever it may be. But one of the things that you absolutely need is you need to be consistent. And that sounds kind of boring. <laughs> but you, Not true. It's true. You know, there will be times when you don't necessarily want to show up, or you don't necessarily want to, uh, you know, do that DM, or you don't want to send that email, or, you know, maybe don't want to do that talk or whatever it may be and for me it's actually much more simple you know we feel that there is a kind of a magic formula to be success no. you've just got to keep showing up consistently a lot of the time yeah. and you have got to be prepared to be you know I'm going to use the way to have systems in place like exactly like you were describing just now if you're going to be have 5,000 orders that come through you've got to have the systems that you know to deal with that too. and it doesn't that sound, can handle
0: it yeah. yeah
1: it doesn't sound very sexy it doesn't yeah. sound very you know exciting but nonetheless those are the steps that you need to take but also you know that's kind of the practical side if you like So showing up consistently is one thing but also having daily practices and habits and, and understanding that there are things mm. that you need to continually let go of the things that are not working. You know, and I'm very inspired by, um, mm. by James Clear and Atomic Habits. And,
0: yeah, uh, Atomic Sponsor. Habits is one of my must-read books. Yeah. yeah, fantastic.
1: Because what he talks about is that goals are fine for giving you direction, but they don't give you, they don't, you, you don't understand what steps to take from setting a goal the steps yeah. that you need to take are in the habits you the the way that you turn up each and every day to your business and it's those daily practices and those daily practices also include your mindset you know how are you talking to yourself when you are are you are you championing yourself are you is there negative self-talk or are you actually know again having compassionate conversations with yourself so for me it's about really checking in with those day-to-day practices and just being able to show up consistently and of course you know you've just asked me to highlight two things there's lots of way that we could go into each of those yeah an hour conversation about each I know
0: I hour for each yeah (laughs) but can I just add something to what you suggested consistency yeah. the reason consistency actually works not only for being visible in your in your social platforms on your emails or whatever that is you're doing consistently yeah. being consistent in 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 some platforms is also good for algorithm oh yeah like Facebook knows you are there every day at twelve o'clock. Yep. Knows that, and they, they they like that repetitiveness, and they, that it helps your algorithm. And they show it to people who would like your content, because their artificial intelligence is is become the thing now, and so the consistency is also good in that way
1: yeah absolutely and and it's really interesting so you know i have always um i i love those kind of high powered kind of motivational you know speakers that you get in america and you know the tony yeah you know all of those all of those kind of people and it's really interesting because again when they talk about how they've gotten to you know, seven, eight figures, Jeff Walker again, really great examples. Stu McLaren, really fantastic examples. Denise Duffield Thomas. Yeah. They talk about that thing of being able to show up. And as you get to yeah. the, you know, the six figures, and then if you want to get to seven figures, and again, I'm not saying that you should do that, but however you want to be it senior, works it works. You just keep yeah. turning up and This notion of what we were talking about earlier, being known for that one thing, you know, doing one thing, being the absolute master of that. You just keep doing that. And you keep talking about that one thing in slightly different ways. And that means that you become the absolute expert and you are known for that one thing. And that is also a way that you show up consistently in your business. But of course, you're right in terms of. You know, I've seen my Instagram. I mean, I've got a very small following on Instagram. I did Facebook for many years, not successfully at all. And as a platform, I really, you know, I, I don't like it. But on Instagram, I feel very comfortable. But when I keep turning up there consistently and having conversations and, you know, engaging with every single follower that I have, I see my numbers grow and grow. And I see also that people the people that follow me are aligned with my values which is so important so again when you are known for something and you keep showing up consistently that is going to have so many benefits for your business not just the bottom line but all the other things that you're trying to create in the business you know in your business success I love it
0: That is so good. Thank you so much. Honestly, I love I could talk to you for hours and for our time is coming up. Um, I know you're so busy, uh, but just just want to um, ask you last question when it comes to the business. Um, What does confidence mean to you?
1: Well, that's such a great question. I'm, I, you know, and I would say I'm quite late to the party in terms of confidence. So, it, it, you know, for the listeners who haven't met me, i probably come across as you know, quite confident. And But, you know, this has been a, a real, I mean, I know we, we overuse the word journey, but, you know, for me, it has been a, a very long journey. And for me, again, confidence really comes down to, when, so when I'm talking to you, and I'm feeling animated it's because I'm so um it's so I'm so passionate about the message that I want to get across I'm so yeah I'm so uh motivated to to really connect with people and to say something that's going to resonate with them and, and I almost you know my own uh In my own inhibitions or, you know, the things that I may feel lacking in confidence in, they kind of disappear because I've almost taken myself out of the equation. You know, so it feels it's for me, it's because I'm passionate about the mission and the, you know, the the focus and what I want for other people. I can take myself out of the equation. But again, you know, you're not going to be surprised to know that for me, confidence is about being able to be who you are be authentic to who you are and and my journey has very much been that the more that i have stepped into my true self and i've stepped into being who i really am supposed to be in this world i have grown in confidence um
0: i love
1: it again i think when we when we try and you know, a, a, a fabulous author I interviewed a few weeks ago, Jill Whitty-Collins, who wrote Why, Why Men Will Not Work, she talks about when we are stepping into a culture that we don't feel comfortable with, what happens is we, we don't bring our authentic selves. And so whoever is with us feels that, and they feel that sense of, oh, something doesn't feel quite right here. So my energy,
0: your energy, I believe in it. You, You reflect that. It's so powerful.
1: So my parting words for our talk today is really, it doesn't matter what setting you find yourself in. It doesn't matter what context you find yourself in. You speak your truth. You tell your story because when you tell your story in an authentic way, People will feel that and they will resonate with that and it will open them up to feel that they can share and tell their stories as well. And when you do that, you create connection. And so for me, it's really about you've just got to get really comfortable with that and and know that you've always got something valuable to say irrespective of the culture that you find yourself in, irrespective of the context that you find yourself in. So, yeah, I would say that's how i would define confidence
0: <laughs> love it thank you so much marissa it has been a great pleasure to have you i kept switching my a video off so the 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 internet strain wasn't taking the connection <laughs> strength so it has been a great pleasure thank you for sharing your knowledge your perspective of how to be a successful businesswoman in these patriotic world <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: But we are here. here and I love that you're on a mission to make a difference in this world, in the entrepreneurial world for women and help them to, 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 to live the deserved life they wish. So thank you.
1: Uh, it's been such a pleasure, Elif, and I, I look forward to our future conversations. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thank you all. I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it and leave us a rating and review because it will help me reach out to so many other women who are looking to listen to that story of someone to help them achieve their goals. So here is to your confidence.